Hi, Julie. How are you? Good. How about you guys? We're doing great. We're so excited to have you on the podcast today and talking about your story and mom life and keto and breastfeeding. I think that's a huge topic um, when it comes to keto and moms who are nursing and things like that, that I know that I hear it a lot from even potential clients that I have that, oh, I'll have to wait till I'm done nursing or I'll have to wait until, you know, I've had baby and things like that. So I just kind of want to have you first tell your story and have you, um, you know, talk about a little bit about how you got started and, and where it took you to where you are today. All right. Sounds good. So my story starts um, kind of first with keto. Um, I actually was pregnant with my second little guy and um, I have three three little ones right now. So um, when I was pregnant with my second little guy, I actually got postpartum anxiety really badly and I was just not feeling myself. So I actually ended up having to um, stop nursing him pretty early because of that. So then I kind of went on a health journey trying to make myself. Um, I was also dealing with colitis. So I was just like, I needed to do something else besides medicine the whole time. So then I decided right. to start looking into different ways of eating. And um, I tried stuff like clean eating and Whole30, but I just wasn't really feeling perfect. And that's when I kind of came across keto and it's kind of been a game changer ever since. So, um, and then after I found keto, I um, actually was already um, in the process of becoming a health coach. So um, it just kind of came in and then I, um, that I kept wanting to learn or teach everybody keto. So then that's where I kind of led from there. Um, I, yeah, my anxiety kind of went away when I was doing it and um, was feeling really good. So I just knew I had to share that. And then um, I found out I was pregnant with my third little guy and um, I was sick the whole entire pregnancy. So I thought oh, I was no. going to do keto the whole entire time and I couldn't. So it was like some days all I could eat was saltines and it just, yeah, I was not um, able to. So that's kind of how it came into like, how am I going to do this once I was done um, being pregnant? Right. And so that's kind of how I came up with or kind of started looking into keto and breastfeeding. So that's awesome. That's, I mean, and you know, it, it is that way too. Like not all, not all, you can't necessarily, even though you want to, and you have good intentions of doing it while you're pregnant, Sometimes you just can't. Sometimes like your body just is not going to have it. Like you said, like getting sick and yells, you could eat with saltines. I know that's how I was too in the beginning too. Like I lived off of those when I was pregnant because I mean, you just can't help it when you're that nauseated and have those things going on. Um, so I know like your specialty is obviously keto and breastfeeding. That's like what you specialize in. And I've, I've even looked into it too a little bit and there's just not a lot of information out there. So how did you like, start start this off how did you start rolling in this specializing in this um so i first started um again i had a lot of time when i was being sick and on the couch and stuff so i just started searching you know just regular blog posts um i read the book by lily nichols um real food for pregnancy and that kind of gave some information and then i kind of dived deeper into some studies and different things like that and um kind of game came up with a game plan for myself i didn't know i at that time that I was wanting to teach it to others. So I just thought, how was I going to do it with what I previously did versus when I'm breastfeeding? Because everything out there says, you know, you have to do it differently. And so I just kind of like pieced everything together and kind of came up with a plan, um, hoping at that point that it would work, not knowing quite yet. And so that's kind of how, yeah, where I went from there. So. Awesome. So do you have like a, 
specific program for keto and breastfeeding or do you just talk like because I know you have a community that you've grown with your keto and breastfeeding do you have a specific program for it or do you just do you focus on just keto and breastfeeding mamas or what do you do from there Yep, I do have a program just for breastfeeding mamas right now. I'm starting keto. So I help guide them through starting keto safely, um, teaching them how to do it safely before they even jump right in. That's like the first week of my program. So I don't have them dive right into it. I have them start, um, I teach them how to do it safely. And then we kind of go from there. So um, yeah, the program is called the Keto Breastfeeding Method. Awesome. That's amazing. That is so good because I know, I mean, even I know a couple friends of mine personally who are pregnant right now and they were asking me about it. And I think I even mentioned one to just check out your community and looking at what you're doing. Cause I think, um, it's pretty amazing to get that information out there. Cause like I said, there's not a lot of it out there. Um, so when you have like a mom who's, who's nursing or want to be doing this, um, do they, is it, I mean, is it changed a little bit, you know, as far as how keto and breastfeeding goes? Like, do they have to have more carbs? Do they have to have more fats, more proteins? Like how, how is it different from just keto? Is it, is it different or do you have to like up think? I don't know. I, I'm just curious how it works. <laughs> yes, it is actually completely different. So that's where okay. I kind of get, um, get a little bit. We do have to eat a lot more when breastfeeding. Um, the recommended amount is at least 500 more calories, but that depends so much from different mama to mama. And then I always say with that, like, were you really tracking before? So what is 500 more? We don't really, not everybody tracks, you know? So, right. um, so that's kind of a, that's the general guideline is to have 500 more calories. Um, so we make sure we calculate that in, but um, also more carbs. So I teach like a whole food type carbs, adding them in each day. Again, that varies. I like to say like around 50 net carbs. That's like the baseline. But I okay. have moms who can, I mean, this is something we have to work on. It takes like a week or so to find the perfect macro sometimes for moms. Um, right. I can see some moms actually being into like 100 net carbs and still staying ketosis while breastfeeding. So wow, that's yeah, amazing. Our, yeah, our breastfeeding bodies are kind of crazy. But so like I said, we kind of work together to try to find the perfect balance of the calories, fat, protein, and carbs. So, and um, right. like really 50 is like a baseline, but it, it seriously um, varies from every mama. Right. So it really is in your program, you go more one-on-one -on -one to make sure it works for that person. And just, instead of just saying, okay, follow the standard guideline, you actually see what they need, calculate their macros and help them incorporate the different foods including the carbs, but I've also seen like your lactation cookies that you posted online. So you know the different ingredients to put in also to help keep the milk supply up. And I don't know, I mean, I'm not a breastfeeding mom, I'm not a mom, but I follow and I see the different things that you add to help your body keep producing. And it's really, it's intriguing to me. Yes. It is really interesting. And you know, I have a lot of times people being like, well, is it safe? But it's like, we add in healthy whole carbs, you know, or whole foods right. together. So like coconut oil, avocados, um, flax seeds, a good one for um, ground flax seed for milk supply. And yeah, so we make sure it's really like nutrient dense foods that we're adding in, not just, you know, so it's really amazing how um, we can even see a difference in the milk production, like the fat that um, when you let breast milk sit, there's a little layer of fat that forms on top. And I can yes. see that that can actually increase when we are doing keto. 
because we're having it's more nutrient dense so it's pretty amazing that is phenomenal and i've even seen pictures that you posted like the before and after it's like it is amazing like that golden beautiful you know breast milk and i feel like it just absolutely enhances it for baby and amazing so that would be like the next thing too i was going to talk about was is it typical for um milk supply to you know fluctuate starting this or like how does how does that because i've heard things but i don't like i said like i don't know i've never done the research i'm not you know specializing in this so how does the milk supply get affected does it usually get affected not if done correctly so what okay. i see happens is that they uh, most mamas jump right in and want to go down they follow their traditional um keto macros or what uh, um app will show them and usually that is not enough um it doesn't factor in that you're breastfeeding your uh, body burns so much more calories and you need so much more so those type right. of calculators do not calculate it in. So that's kind of where it gets the bad name. So if you do jump back into doing that right away, then you could have a fluctuation in the milk supply. But the oh, okay. way that I teach it, and most mamas that I work with um, do not have, I teach how to slowly go into it and we slowly ease in and we pay attention to how much they're eating each day. Um, I do nightly check-ins and with my mamas in a, in a Facebook group. So I look at their foods, so we look how much they're eating and we slowly go down into it so we can make sure that nothing is happening to their milk supply and that they're still feeling amazing too. Cause that's also really important when you have a newborn at home, you have to feel amazing too. So, right. um, so if you do it correctly, you should not see any effect on the milk supply. That's awesome. That is, that is really good. So that's good to know because that's something that I know I've maybe picked up on or read somewhere and I'm not really sure um, if it was, true or how that worked and I wish I would have known about this when I was nursing I didn't know anything about keto or what it was when I was you know nursing my baby because I know that um I even I was actually one of the moms even though prior to keto and nursing that I didn't even get enough supply to begin with with one of my babies so I feel like this almost would have even helped with that you know have you ever dealt with that where prior to keto or helped with the supply by somebody who might be struggling and not exactly keto, but have tried it? Have you, have you worked with anyone like that? Well, so sometimes our bodies are all different. So it is hard. You can't say this is going to completely increase your milk supply, right. but it does. I have seen it be done before. Um, it takes a lot of work. I like to make sure that milk supply is stable before anybody changes anything up in um, the diet. So around two to three weeks at least um, for anybody to start. So then we have a good baseline to see how much they're producing already and then kind of go from there. But um, I have had it reported that yes, milk supply has increased, but it's not, it's not a guarantee either. Um, sometimes it's just what our bodies, sometimes, you know, some people can pump two ounces while some people can get eight out of that same amount of time. So right. you have to work with what your body's doing. So I like to have like the guidelines that I don't like, you know, like to not start day one after having a baby. We like to see, make sure the milk supply is stable so we can kind of see what your body can do to make the milk. Um, yeah, how much milk you are making already. So, um, and awesome. that can take a little bit for some, some mamas to, you know, gauge that. But I always say too, those first couple of weeks are so hectic anyways that most moms aren't really looking to jump right back in after that. So, yeah. Right. So I know that you're busy mom of three little ones. So 
is this, does this seem hard for you to like maintain to do or like, cause I know, I mean, I'm a busy mom of four, four kids and, um, just, you know, maintaining my lifestyle and stuff like that. Like I have my own things and I still find ways to do it, but is there like, is there any tips you want to give like thinking about, cause I mean, breastfeeding alone can be very, very time consuming. We all know that, that, I mean, especially if you get like a baby who like cluster feeds and stuff like that. So, I mean, breastfeeding alone is a job in itself. Um, and you have other kids. And so I know things can get crazy and you're busy. So how do you like manage all of this? Like what are some maybe tips or ways that you could tell other moms listening how, how it is possible and you can do it? Um, first of all, like I said already, you want to make sure that you're far enough postpartum that you feel like you can have the time and energy to kind of focus on it. So you won't want to do it two days when you're like, you don't even know how to, your baby right. to react. So that's yeah. my first step is make sure that you can handle, um, handle the change, you know? So, um, but I always say um, meal prepping is a huge one. And I honestly, I say that, but I'm not the best at it. So, but <laughs> things, so I like to make sure, you know, like hard boiled eggs in the house. Um, and there's so many great, amazing foods out there now that you can have packaged but still keto like we said yes look at the labels to make sure that yeah. it's still good but so I always like to make sure that we have like I have that kind of stuff in the house um four days that are chaotic so um and my instant pot helps a lot too because it ends up being four o'clock and I don't have anything for dinner so that's always yeah. nice so, yeah yeah so I guess that's making sure you know you have stuff in the house that you can quick grab um because that's where I see you know like it's a lot easier to grab a bag of Doritos than to make, just make food. So I like to say, you know, make sure you have some keto, good keto foods in the house that you can easily quick grab. So. Yes, definitely. And I think that goes in general, whether you're, you know, doing keto and nursing or just keto in general with your lifestyle changes and stuff. I think that's a huge one. And I try to push that a lot. I know I have a new group going on too. And that's some of the things that are going on. Like, how do I find the time to do this? And while there are some like really time consuming recipes for keto, like they are, but they're really good, but there's also super easy ideas too, that are really convenient. So focusing on, you know, those more than, um, you know, the complicated ones, do ones that have uh, less ingredients and stuff like that. There's quite a few, like, well, there's amazing, a ton of amazing like keto gurus out there that I've already like mastered like all these amazing recipes and they're just right at your fingertips for free. So go online. I would like suggest to go online and even type in like easy keto recipes and you're going to find ones that take 10 or 20 minutes, you know, at as little time as possible um, or as quick and convenient to go like pack lunches and things like that on the go. And that would be a good place to start instead of overwhelming with the huge recipes and the big ingredient changes and things like that for sure. Yes. And also to add to that too, I like, there are so many. I also a tip that I have would be to not try 10 new recipes in a week. It's to try to like use leftovers and to make sure because you can go on Pinterest and find 50 recipes that look amazing. But yes. when, you're, when you're home and busy, it's better to like, um, like I said, I'm a family of five. So like a nine by 13 size casserole is actually too much for us. So cut it in half and then make sure, you know, put it in the freezer that type of thing and then eat that throughout the week instead of making five different new keto dinners for the night. So right. that's what yeah. I see a lot of people like that. You want to try everything out, but just take it <laughs> slow and not have to 
try everything all at once. So. Yep, definitely. And if I like, if I find a new recipe and I make it, um, sometimes the next time I'll make, I'll double it on purpose just so that I can portion it and freeze it and put it in the freezer just so that I have it on hand. Because I mean, if you can get in a routine of doing that, even just once, like just pick your one favorite recipe, you know, you're going to have it for dinner that night, but maybe double it. It might take a little bit extra work, but when you're done, you get to portion it and freeze it. And so when you have them chaos days where you have crazy busy kids running around, or you have to run around town or you go to sports or whatever it might be you come home and you have a meal ready that you just need to warm up from the freezer. So meal prepping is huge. I feel like it really is for all families and new lifestyle changes and stuff like that. I think it, it saves a ton of overwhelming <laughs> feeling of starting a new lifestyle for yeah. sure. Yep. Now, okay. one other question that I wanted to ask, and this is a little, it's on the same subject, but a little bit different. You said after your second one that you had some postpartum depression. Yeah. Do you feel like when you got back into the ketogenic lifestyle after your third one, because keto does help balance out your hormones, do you feel like that helped you cope with that a little bit better or helped it make it a little easier on you? Yes. Yeah, so um, it was more like postpartum anxiety, which um, I was anxious and it kind of took me a long time to calm down. And after the third little guy, I, I didn't deal with at all so I felt amazing like this was my easiest breastfeeding experience I um yeah I was I always say to my husband I'm like so like I can't believe how amazing I'm feeling right now so it did help quite a bit right that's awesome I that is amazing because I know that keto in general helps with anxiety and depression you know even without having all of the pregnancy hormones and and that type of thing um but I mean, I, I'm willing to bet that would be a huge factor in postpartum depression because I mean, it, it only helps with it without being pregnant, but I bet it would help hugely with being pregnant or after. So um, yeah, that's pretty amazing. And that's a good testimony for people to hear, for moms to hear and stuff like that. Cause I know I struggled with that with my second, my second baby and it was really bad if I didn't have you know, some huge support system like I did, I don't know how I would have pulled out of it. You know, it was, it was a rough one. So, um, but good to know now, I mean, I don't plan on having any future kids, but it's good to know that, you know, friends and family who might be pregnant and nursing and have, may have to experience it through maybe they had before and they never had to give them this kind of guidance and advice and send them your way, because that's a huge testimony. I mean, postpartum depression is, a huge topic and a huge struggle for moms so it's, and it's not talked about enough and um, right I, always yeah. say, I actually I said with my second little one I stopped nursing early because I they wanted me to go on medicines that I didn't feel comfortable and um I hated right. that like I felt like kind of like a failure for doing that so what I always think is like why not at, I'm not saying that it's going to completely right that from every mom but if it would help you feel a little bit better when you're going through that right that would just be so worth it because this is the time right. of life you do want to enjoy it and you know um right if you can try well, changing up your food and feeling a little bit better that's it's so amazing right exactly and like you said like you know being forced to not be able to nurse can feel like a failure but you also along with that like you 
you don't get that bond that you might want to do too. You know, it's, I mean, you still bond with your baby when you're bottle feeding, but yeah. at the same time, you know, it, it is different when you're actually nursing and having that kind of bond and it kind of feels like it could be robbed from you if you, if you're forced to, you know, focus on your um, postpartum and not be able to do that. So like you said, yeah, if it could possibly help in some way, it would be, you know, why not try it? And it's not like you're, consuming you know like pills or powdered drinks or anything like that it's literally like just whole food sources and focusing on that um there's to me it's just i don't see anything unhealthy about that at all when you're focusing on real whole foods and not promoting a special drink or you know pills or anything like that it's like it's literally whole food sources that to me it's like that's the healthiest possible thing you could do yep it is it's amazing for the baby so and yourself so you want to feel like I said even if you're experiencing that like I said it's not talked about but you want to feel your best so you can enjoy yes enjoy time with your baby instead of having um like I said I had experienced it so I know how bad it can be so any step yeah. of feeling better it's just it's worth it for sure for sure without a doubt so this is amazing I love it hearing your story how you got um you know to be where you are and that you're in inspiring and educating all these amazing mamas and teaching them that you can, you know, breastfeed and do keto and how like the health benefits are phenomenal for mom and baby. And that is amazing. So I'm really excited that we had you on today and talked about your story a little bit and how you got here. Um, do you want to let our listeners know exactly where they can find you? And we will also like always drop them down in the show notes so they can just click on them and head right over to you. Yep. So I have a free, um, Facebook group. Um, it is the keto and breastfeeding support group. Um, like I said, you can link it below. And then I also am on Instagram as, um, keto breastfeeding coach. So, um, where I share information as well, but the free uh, community is amazing. And then I also have my program where I work with mamas on starting the journey. So, yes, that's awesome. Do you want to just, before we wrap it up here, talk a little bit about that? Like how long is your program? Do you have to wait for certain start dates? Like what, what is it about this little bit? Nope. Right now, if you can start whenever you are ready, um, I have it that you start like the next day that you sign up, um, but we can totally change that. But so the first week of that is I, as I mentioned before, we um, start, we teach you how to safely do it. And um, each night I check in with the mamas to make sure they, their food logs, what they're eating, what their macros are, um, look good every day. And we also check in to make sure milk supply is doing good and we can change up anything there. So um, they get daily support and um, a private Facebook group where they can ask any questions. So it's 28 days long too. I don't know if I mentioned that before, so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Well, that sounds awesome. Thank you again very much, Julie, for joining us and telling us about your story and your program. If anyone is interested, we will have all of your contact links in the show notes on how to get a hold of Julie. If you are, you know, pregnant now or breastfeeding, having problems, anything like that, definitely get in touch with Julie. And remember to subscribe to the podcast so you can be notified of any future episodes that we put out and we enjoyed having you today and thank y'all very much for listening. Hey, hey, Keto Combo listeners. Today's guest started her health journey in 2015. 
She was facing ulcerative colitis, anxiety, and low energy. She started implementing high-fat, low-carbon, intermittent fasting. This lifestyle cured her symptoms and completely eliminated all of her medications. Because of her personal journey and newfound love of life again, she is passionate about helping other busy moms and young women get their nutrition back on track. She specializes in helping breastfeeding mamas start losing the baby weight safely using the ketogenic lifestyle and without losing any of their milk supply. Her coaching techniques focuses on helping her clients listen to their body's needs because each breastfeeding mama has their own bio-individuality. Danielle and I are so excited to welcome the creator of the first and the number one breastfeeding program, Julie Skolton, to Keto Combos. Thanks for joining us this week on Keto Combos. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you'll never miss an episode. Follow us on Instagram at Keto Combos Podcast or email us at ketocombospodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to share with a friend and tune in for our next episode. Welcome to Keto Combos, a podcast about the ketogenic lifestyle, whole body health, and self-discovery. Each week, we deliver the best analysis of optimal health. Now, here's your hosts, Danielle and Kimberly.